Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to Podcastage. New microphone means new microphone review. This is the Lewitt MTP-W950, which is a handheld multi-pattern condenser microphone. If you are interested in this mic, it will cost you around $800. Like always, links in the description down below. Also, in the sake of full disclosure, I do need to let you know that Lewitt sent me this microphone free of charge for the sake of making this review. For this video, I am running the microphone directly into the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen, recording 24-bit 48 kilohertz. My gain is set at around 2 o'clock. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo or the lower third to see what I diddly did. Now, let's talk about what comes in the box! Hey, you're gonna get a storage box for the microphone and its accessories. You will of course get the microphone as well as a mount with a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter. You'll get a little foam windscreen, a Lewitt branded cable tie, a rubber bracelet, a little bit of documentation, and a couple of stickers. I'm fine. I am trying to be peaceful. I am trying to turn over a new leaf. This is fine. I know there is going to be somebody who is furious that I didn't destroy the stickers. So let's talk about the build quality. This microphone feels absolutely fantastic. It has an all-metal handle as well as a very firm metal grill which has zero give to it. On the rear of the mic, you will find the XLR port. Now we have the first surprise. If you unscrew the handle, now you have a wireless capsule that is compatible with all Shure, Electrosonics, and Sony transmitters, as well as a couple of others. If you want to know all of them, check Lewitt's site. They list everything that it's compatible with. And now for the second surprise. If you unscrew the grill, you'll find a polar pattern selector switch, a 120 hertz high pass filter switch, and a negative 12 dB pad switch. And finally, if it matters to you, this microphone is assembled in China. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid and supercardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 42 dB, a self noise of 21 dBA, a max SPL of 140 dB, an impedance of 217 ohms, and a phantom power requirement of plus 48 volts. Now I am talking into the W950 on the cardioid polar pattern and here is how it's sounding. And now I have switched over to the super cardioid polar pattern on the W950 and here is how the tone of the microphone changes. And again, here I am on the cardioid polar pattern and here is how it sounds. And again, here is how the W950 sounds on the super cardioid polar pattern. Now in the cardioid mode, I'm spinning around the mic to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. Continuing around to 180 degrees, here is the rear of the mic. Continuing to the second 90 degree angle, here we are, and rotating and ending at the front of the mic. And now in the super cardioid mode, moving around to 90 degrees, here you go. Continuing around to 180 degrees should be another slight lobe of sensitivity. Continuing around to the second 90 degree angle, here we go. And then rotating and ending at the front of the mic. And now using the provided foam windscreen, let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone and I am really exaggerating the proximity effect and here is how it's sounding. 
Now I am about three inches off of the microphone with it pointed at the corner of my mouth, and here is how it sounds. Now I'm about six inches away from the mic, and here is how it sounds. Now I'm about one foot away from the microphone, about two feet away from the W950, and now I'm about four feet away from the W950. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for the gaming folk, now I am typing on the sad W and the spacebar keys. Now here is how the microphone sounds on the cardioid polar pattern in a well-treated room. And now here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated space on the cardioid polar pattern. Next, I want to see how effective the microphone is at rejecting shocks, so I'll start by tapping on my desk to see how much of that noise it can reject. And then I will tap on the boom arm. Now I want to see how much handling noise this microphone rejects, so I'll pass it back and forth between my hands gently. And then I'll get really aggressive with it. Next, because I'm an annoying person, now I am going to tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. Now, although I don't recommend cupping a microphone, I do want to demonstrate that. Here is how the microphone sounds when it is wide open. Here is how it sounds once you have cupped it. Again, here is how it sounds wide open. And here is how it sounds when your hand encapsulates the microphone. Now I want to see if the provided foam windscreen has a huge impact on the tone. So currently you're listening to me on the W950 without the foam windscreen. And now here is how the microphone sounds with the provided foam windscreen. And for good measure, here is another sample of me speaking into the W950 without the provided foam windscreen. And again, here is how the microphone sounds with the provided foam windscreen. Do you hear a big difference? Let me know in the comments down below. Now to really test out the high pass filter, I am right on top of the microphone with the high pass filter off and here is how it's sounding. And now I have engaged that 120 hertz high pass filter and here is how it sounds. You should hear a lot of that low end, a lot of that mud get cleaned up when you are this close to the microphone and to engage that high pass filter. Now to be a completionist, I want to see how the pad is integrated into the microphone. So I will go ahead and switch on the pad. Just did that right now, I'll keep talking. It seems to be a gradual and slow attenuation of the signal. Let me go ahead and turn the pad off. I will keep talking. You heard a little bit of a bump, but again, it is a gradual ramp back up where they stop the attenuation. It's not abrupt, so you're not gonna have this really loud spike when you engage or disengage. Now, like I always do, I'm going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the microphone that I'm reviewing and a bunch of other microphones that are available so we can hear how it stacks up against the competition and hear it within the context of the market. Starting on the mic we're reviewing, this is the W950 cardioid polar pattern, six inches off, gain set at two o'clock, and here's how it sounds. First up, I am on the classic Shure SM58, $100 dynamic microphone, six inches off, gain set at 100%, and here is how this sounds compared to a microphone that is eight times the price. Let's go back and do a couple more. 
Back again on the W950, nothing has changed. Make sure to check the lower third and let's go to another mic. Now I am on the Sennheiser E835, which is another $100 dynamic microphone. This is much brighter and more condenser sounding, so here is how this sounds compared to the Lewitt WMTP950CM. I got that wrong. Let's go back. Again, here we are on the W950. Here's how it sounds. This is your palate cleanser. Next microphone. Now I am on the SEV7, which is another $100 dynamic microphone. Six inches off, gain still set at 100%. And here's how this compares to the Lewitt MTPW950. Let's go back. Okay, this is the W950 again. I don't have anything clever to say, so that's your palate cleanser. Let's do more. Now I am on the Audio-Technica AT2010, which is a handheld condenser mic. This goes for about $120, 6 inches off, gain set at around 4 o'clock, and that's how it sounds, and that's how it compares. Let's do a lot more handheld condensers. Alright, this is the W950 again, blah 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 blah, that's how it sounds, next mic. Now I am on the Shure Beta 87A, which goes for about $260. This is another handheld condenser mic, 6 inches off, gain set at around 4 o'clock. Check the lower third because I will have to boost this a bit more, but there you go, that's Shure's handheld condenser mic. Let's go back to the Lewitt. We are over your palate and now we are doing another hump cleanser. That's not right. But this is the W950. <laughs> let's let's do some more of these. Now I am on the Electro Voice RE520, which is another handheld condenser mic. This goes for about $330, six inches off, gain still set at four o'clock. And this is how Electro Voice's offering sounds compared to the Lewitt. Let's do some more comparisons. We ain't done yet. One day I will be good at speaking, but it is not today. So this is the W950. Let's do some more mics. Now I am on the Lewitt MTP940CM, which goes for about $600. Six inches off, gain set at around four o'clock. This is another multi-pattern handheld condenser mic. And that's why this is the most interesting comparison to me. Does the new Lewitt mic beat the old Lewitt mic? Or does the old Lewitt mic beat the new Lewitt mic? Let me know in the comments down below and let's do more comparisons. We are getting near the end W950 palette cleanser. How does it sound? Let's go back to a different mic. Next, we are on the Earthworks SR314, which goes for about $700, six inches off, gain set at around two o'clock. And here is how a small diaphragm handheld condenser mic sounds compared to a large diaphragm handheld condenser microphone and the W950. Let's go back and do two more comparisons. All right, we are now on the penultimate microphone, but first, here is your W950 palate cleanser. Let's go to the second to last microphone. Now we are on the Neumann, hello Neumann, KMS105. This goes for $730, six inches off, gain set at four o'clock, and here is how this sounds compared to a microphone that is $70 more expensive. Which one do you prefer the sound of? Let's go back and do the final microphone. And we have one last microphone. You all know what it's going to be, but first, palate cleanser, W950. Here is how it sounds. Let's go to the final microphone. There is just something special about coming back to the Neumann. Hello, Neumann, U87AI. By the way, 
Now I am on the Neumann. Hello, Neumann. U87AI, six inches off, gain set at 12 o'clock, cardioid mode, no pad, no filter. This goes for $3,700. Not a fair comparison. Studio microphone, handheld stage microphone, but this is the control from video to video. I love how this thing sounds. There you go. That is all of the microphone comparisons. Let us go to the music test now. I haven't spent sufficient time writing lyrics to this song So won't you please forgive me, cause it isn't very long Yeah, I'm a bit out of practice, so I beg your pardon, madame and gentlemen? That doesn't sound... What's the opposite of madame? My brain is broken. Let's just go to the conclusion, because I'm having a crisis right now. <laughs> All right, this microphone has entered the arena with a lot of steep competition, but it also brings a lot of interesting new features to the table. And first up, as far as pros, has to be the versatility of this microphone because of the multiple polar patterns, the high-pass filter, and the pad. We also get the added benefit of having that detachable wireless capsule. If you need that functionality, that is just an amazing feature to have. The handling noise rejection was also great. The background noise rejection was really impressive. The tonal retainage... When you cup the microphone was really impressive because typically you get a lot worse sounds when you cup a grill of a microphone like that. The plosive rejection of this microphone was also fairly effective and it has an extremely high max SPL at 140 dB. And then as far as cons, the microphone has a pretty high self noise of 21 dBA. And now what about my overall thoughts and opinions of the W950? On the electric guitar, I'm surprised to say that I quite enjoyed it here. I found this really clear bass and low midsection because it does have that inherent roll-off. Then we get this neutral midsection, which is very open sounding. And then we get this bright and airy top end, but it doesn't come across over boosted, overly lopsided, grainy, or artificial. It is a really nice sounding boost and overall a really exciting sounding electric guitar sound. Then on the acoustic guitar, 
I thought this thing sounded fantastic. We get this really nice balance between the bass and the mids. It doesn't come across muddy. It doesn't come across anemic. It is just open and natural sounding. Then we have that boost in the treble and air frequencies, and on the acoustic guitar, it leads to it sounding really exciting and lively, and I just loved how this sounded on the acoustic. Next up for singing, I think that's my favorite application for this microphone. The low end isn't overpowering, but it doesn't come across weak or anemic. We get this really clear and open midsection, but it doesn't come across scooped or like it's lacking anything. And then we get that same boost in the treble and air frequencies, which leads to it sounding very detailed and exciting and airy, and it creates this nice shimmer. For singing vocals, I think this thing sounds insane, and I love it. And finally, for spoken word, if I had to summarize, I would say crystal clear. It doesn't have the most robust low end, but that offers a nice and clean sound. In the midsection, I didn't hear any kind of nasal frequencies. It doesn't sound congested like a lot of the dynamics did in comparison. Just a wide open sounding midsection. And then we get that boost in the treble and air frequencies, which creates this hyper detailed sound. Some people are going to love it. Others will hate it. I do prefer it slightly with the foam windscreen on it because I found that tames the top end just a little bit, and that's more to my liking. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Lewitt MTPW950? Yes, I would. But of course, that depends on if you prefer the sound of this microphone over its competition like the SR314 or the Neumann, hello Neumann, KMS105, which I think are both really great sounding microphones and the only microphones in the comparison that really gave this mic a run for its money. But if we ignore the sound profile just for a second and focus solely on the feature set, the functions, and the performance, this thing is absolutely insane. We get the wireless capsule output, we get the XLR output, we get the pad, the high pass filter, and the multiple polar patterns, and then on top of that, it does great with handling noise rejection, background noise rejection, plosive rejection, a high max SPL, great tonal retainage if you cup the microphone. For a live musician or for a live engineer, this thing is just bonkers. So if you have the budget for it, if you like the sound, and if the feature set is going to serve you because with a price tag of $800, you are paying for those features, so you need to make sure those features are serving you. But if you like the sound, if you have the budget and the features do serve you, then absolutely I would recommend it. All right, that is all that I have for you today. I would love to hear from you in the comments down below. What did you think of the W950? How do you think it compared against the competition? Which microphone was your favorite? All of that stuff, comments down below. If you found this video fun, interesting, or helpful, Go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Hey, big ol' thumbs down. If you want to see another video right beneath me, YouTube thinks that video is perfect for you. You should click on it and you should watch it. And these people are amazing. They support the channel at $5 or more. I love them, I appreciate them, but I also love and appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Whoa, 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 whoa.